in the current world that we live in, information is so accessible. Right. If I need the specifications of a pen, go online, Google it, it's there for me. Exactly. I don't need someone to come and tell me the specification. Mm. I, I need someone to sit down with me and tell me why exactly I need this pen. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Mind Your Business SG. Today, you are joined by Tamit and Ashwin. All right, Ash, we have a very exciting topic for our guest today. What is that topic? So, the big topic right now is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Wow, that, that, that's a heavy one. Let that sink in for a moment, guys. So, people don't care how much you know till they find out how much you care. So what does that mean, Ashwin? Okay, so, I mean, uh, of course, we cannot take it at just face value, mm-hmm. right? We are not here to give the false impression that we care for people. Uh, when we are in the sales industry, we do want to make sure that whatever we are recommending, uh, be it a sales or service, that we are, to our best abilities that we know, recommending something suited to the person's needs. Right. And... Um, the only way to truly know or understand what people need is through this idea that I need to know you as a person. What is your requirements? What's your needs? What's your buying style? Uh, what are you looking for? So these are the things that we want to explore a bit to find out exactly how we let people know that we care about them uh, before we actually dive into the technical uh, nuances of be it a sales or service, right? So when I first shared this, um, say quote with you, mm-hmm. uh, what was your first impression of it? My first impression is like, wow, okay. Uh, as a client, right, I would want my sales agent to care about what my problem is, right, or care about me in general. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's pushing it, but. It resonated with me in the sense that, yes, I would rather work with someone who deeply cares about the issue at hand and about me first before actually considering whether or not that person is capable, I mean, capable enough with the knowledge, etc. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So I think um, we've all heard, you know, as whether you're in sales or not, you know, if you have watched the movie Wolf of Wall Street, you have read his books, For uh, sure. Jordan Bel- Belfort, he always talks about this idea called sell me this pen. Yeah, right? it's a famous uh, selling <laughs> test, right? Exactly, right? Uh, he created this interview style where first interview question, mm-hmm. when he sits down with uh, a potential sales hire, he will ask them to sell him this pen. Right. So I think that the beauty of sell me this pen everybody has different takeaways from it Uh, personally for me my biggest takeaway from it was how he followed up the question of sell me this pen with the questioning techniques right now before he even talks about the pen the first question is about the individual how long have you been in the market for a pen right do you write with your left hand or your right hand right Mm -hmm. it's very basic questions but It creates this idea that before I even talk to you about anything I'm going to sell to you, I want to know about you, right? And if there is a good match, right, I can recommend you this product, right? So 
I think for me personally, Sell Me This Pen, the greatest takeaway was the questioning technique that follows up. Right. Um, how about yourself? What was your takeaway from Sell Me This Pen? So immediately I was thinking, how do I sell a pen? <laughs> so my, my mind starts, you know, my amateur mind starts racing. It's like, okay, uh, what can I say? To, let's say if I'm ever going for a sales interview, right? Uh, I need to sell my pen to the interviewer. I'll be like, hi, do you need a pen? Or maybe I will start by saying, oh, you know, this pen does this. It it has ink for like uh, two years. It won't run out. It writes really smooth. And, you know, I, I know my pens. I'm an expert at pens and this pen is the best and blah, 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 blah. You know, so so that's where my mind starts racing. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe if I am able to show the client or in this case, the interviewer, that, okay, uh, I am an expert in pens. I know my pens. You should buy a pen from me because I know best. Or because, you know, this pen is amazing because of its features, right? So that's where my mind starts racing to. Uh, what, do you th- what do you think about that? So I think that is usually uh, a very amateur mistake, right. right? We come in, we want to talk about our product, we want to share with them, this is the best thing in the market for you, mm-hmm. right? Right or wrong, I guess it works, and that's why they call it sales, right? But there's a there's a big, huge portion uh, that needs to be established before that, right? which is, do they need a pen? Yeah. Right? I think, for example, if today I came up to you and I said, Tamin, how have you been sleeping recently? Not so well. Not so well? Yeah. So, uh, do you wake up tired? Is it you're having trouble sleeping? What is it? What do you think is the problem? Mm, yeah, I do wake up tired. I, I, I feel that maybe I'm sleeping a bit too late. Right? Maybe my sleep routine is not fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Is, is that due to your tight schedule? Uh, a little bit, but... It goes beyond that. Um, I just can't get, you know, peaceful sleep at night. So when you lie down a bit, does it take you very long to fall asleep? Yeah, for sure. It takes, takes me forever to fall yeah. asleep. So you see, essentially with this simple question, right, I've established that you mm-hmm. take a while to fall asleep right? and then you wake up feeling tired. Mm-hmm. And that would be the two focuses for me if I was to sell you a bed. Right. Right. Don't worry, you know, sleep on this bed, you're out like a baby. Right. Wake up, you're feeling fresh. Yeah, because for, for a second there, I was like, how is a pen going to help me sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, I, I was giving you a different yeah, yeah, yeah. example, no, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, get it. similar with the pen, the first question is, how often do you use a pen? Mm-hmm. Do you use a pen a lot? Do you have a lot of documents to sign? Do you feel that your wrist is in pain after, you know, using a pen for too long? Right. What is it about your current pen that you're unhappy about? Yeah. Right, so I want to establish the problem. And once I've established the problem, then I can pull out my suite of products, suite of um, services to share with you how exactly this particular pen is going to solve this problem of yours. Got it. So what you're essentially trying to do is find out from the prospect or the client as as much as you can, asking personal, more personal questions uh, about their life, about their you know habits or, or their daily experiences with the product in question, be it a mattress, be it a pen, what is their current experience like? You're finding out more about them so that you can get bits of information 
And after you have collected this information, that's when you can give your recommendation. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, and especially in a in the current world that we live in, information is so accessible. Right. If I need the specifications of a pen, go online, Google it. It's there for me. Exactly. I don't need someone to come and tell me the specification. Mm. I I need someone to sit down with me and tell me why exactly I need this pen. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it might not seem like a big deal, but this nuanced manner of approaching things is what makes you valuable in the client or the prospect's eyes. Right. right? Um, I'm not telling you to sit down and create a problem. Right, if if their pen is writing fine, That's you fine, don't have yeah. to break their pen. Yeah. yeah, but the idea behind it is to establish um, what exactly they are looking for. So, I mean, we've all walked into electronic shops, right? One of the biggest courts. Have you been to courts? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you know, when you're standing around, there's a guy who's gonna approach you. Exactly. At the back of your head, what's the first thought that comes to your head? Uh, I'm just browsing, or like. Before he even talks to you, what's your first, like, thoughts? Uh, okay, my thoughts are like, oh, okay, this guy's going to come to me and, and try to, you know, sell me something. Yeah, so the right? first immediate reaction when we see someone walking towards us when we are browsing is to think, oh, he's going to sell me something. Now, any form of sales, when I approach someone or when someone sits down with you and they want to have a discussion, at the back of their head, they are going to be thinking, this guy is going to sell me something. Yeah. So we, essentially, we want to address that. Right. So working at court, I approach the person before I say anything. Hi, how's your day been so far? Uh, my day has been fine. Yeah. Yep. I want to pull him away from the idea of me going to sell him something. And rather, I want to have a conversation with him. Okay. So the next question will be, uh, I see you're looking at some TVs. Uh, are you in the market for a TV? Uh, I'm just, you know, looking. I'm, I'm waiting for someone, my wife, to maybe finish up. Oh, that's great. So, you're yeah. just w- waiting for your wife. What is is there something in particular that your wife is looking for? Uh, she's, I think, looking for some household appliance, a rice cooker or something like that. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you're looking for a rice cooker? Yeah, our, our previous one uh, is, is faulty and we need to replace it. Oh, I see. So, how often do you all cook rice? We cook it every day, actually. Oh, being Asians, right? Yeah, of we, course. we can't live without our rice. That's right. Yeah. So immediately for me, I know that this guy is not here to buy anything. Mm-hmm. He's in the market, but he's in the market just because he's at the right place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. The more important question would be, what is his wife looking for? Right. So essentially, I've completely changed the, the flow, right? Right now, what we are talking about is rice. Yeah. And, and I want to bring his attention towards what exactly is he looking for? Yeah. Now, to me, whenever, even though I'm in sales, right, when I walk into a shop and someone comes to me and says like, oh, these pants, we are on discount and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not looking for pants, right? The idea is, if I want something, I, I definitely will come to you. But how we can take it one step further is to be able to ask them, is there anything particular you're looking for? Right? You walk into a, a clothing shop, mm-hmm. there must be something you're looking for. My, my, role in this whole process is to guide you towards what you're looking for and to make sure that I am able to solve this problem that you came with. Right. And um, essentially, I think that then the question comes in, people might not know about their problem versus people who know their problem. Those are two different um, approaches that we will take. Right. If someone 
doesn't even know that they need a pen. The first idea is to establish that you can do better. Uh, if the person already knows that they they want a pen, mm-hmm. then of course the idea is what is the kind of pen they are looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these uh, subtle questions, I feel, uh, allow us to to be able to be more accurate in our diagnosis of what actually the person is looking for. Right. Yeah. I would definitely more appreciate it. Like for the in that example, I said I need a rice cooker, right? Uh, and and. Now that you know that I'm actually looking for a rice cooker, I'm not looking for a TV, right? You actually help me out with the rice cooker problem instead, right? And then knowing that you help me out, if I'm looking for a TV, right? I'll ask you, right? Because you help me solve the problem which I came to solve here. Yeah, exactly. So I think that uh, many a times the idea behind it is that we want to help people identify their problem, right? Even for any form of sales, I think that even if they are ready buyer, we mm-hmm. should not dive into the idea that, oh, this guy is going to do the sales. I'm just going to sell him the product. Right. Uh, it's always about um, establishing that they know what their problem is. Right. In a sense, it's like you're not selling; you're helping. I mean, that's, that's client, kind of pushing it a bit far, but yeah. yeah. In a way, the, yeah, from, yeah, from the client's perspective, okay, I, I feel that, okay, you're, you're not selling, it's, there's no hard sell over here. The process is much more natural, I feel, right? You're here to help me solve my problem. So in that sense, as a client, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be grateful. Yep. Right. So as you said, uh, you, you used a very uh, interesting word, which is hard sell. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that nobody likes to be hard sold. For sure. Even salesmen. Right, and um, I think the irony of it is that even though it's something that we do not like, somehow we find ourselves doing it, um, which is something that we need to consciously avoid uh, when we are in sales. We need to make sure that people have this switch from being sold into wanting to buy. It's a shift in mentality. Yep. Where I know that okay, this problem is something that I want to take care of or this is a problem that I want to get solved right. and because of that this product I want to buy it because it will solve my problem rather than I'm being sold something uh, in that sense uh, sold something that for a problem I don't have it might be a problem that you have or don't have but okay. it's not been established right Right. It, it, the idea behind it is that I want to establish that this is a, a problem you have mm-hmm. and it is a problem that you want to solve once I have these two ideas right then it is easier for me to you know recommend something that is suitable for you yeah so i think that the beauty of sales is that you get to go on this journey with people you get to experience uh, their train of thoughts Mm -hmm. what exactly is the issues that someone like them is facing so people don't care how much you know till they find out how much you care yes Awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to add on before we wrap this episode up? I think that um, you know, it is it is it might be something that is very tough to relate to, but as I said back at the beginning of this podcast, um, we are always selling something. It could be an idea, it could be yourself, it could be anything, right? right? But the idea behind it is that you want to make sure that whatever you're selling, there is a need for it. Yeah. Got it. So, 
I'm I'm sure that that you know the scary thing about sales is this, right? When you need to be hard selling, but it doesn't need to be that way. You just need to be able to provide um, valuable knowledge in, in on valuable like uh, help. Yeah, valuable help, right? Yeah. I mean, if you walk into a clinic. And I, it's a bit of a stretch, but if you walk into a clinic, you see the doctor, and he straight away prescribes Panadol. And I'm like, I don't have, I don't have a headache, I don't have a fever. <laughs> right? yeah, he he hasn't talked to you at all, right? Yeah. So I always feel that um, has to, even though it's a bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. I always feel that salesmen should work like how a doctor will work. Not that I'm saying doctors are salesmen, but. The process can be similar, yeah. right? The diagnosis with of, anything, yeah. yeah, with anything. Be it interior designer, be it a car salesman, be it a financial advisor, be it a property agent. If you are able to establish the needs, you definitely have already value added to the person, right? Yeah. So I think that the the takeaway from this sentence: people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Is that <laughs> The biggest thing that we need to walk away from that uh, interaction is that we have created value for someone else. Right. And we should never assume what the, the the prospect or the client needs. Right. Always, you know, ask the proper questions. Find out what is they actually looking for. Right. Before we start prescribing, like the doctor example, because I guess when you assume, and someone was saying this. Uh, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, <laughs> right? You yeah. heard that saying. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, again, um, I th- I think that for me this quote holds very true. It is something that we need to practice when we are entering sales. When we are actually when we are doing anything, right? Mm-hmm. Today, if I want to sell my mom an idea, um, I wouldn't bombard her with all the information of the idea first. Right. I'll try to create a situation where this idea makes sense. Okay. I think that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for joining us at Mind Your Business SG. Stay tuned for the outro and we hope that you have learned something because we will see you real soon. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Spotify to get a new insightful episode every week. The Mind Your Business SG podcast is hosted by Ashwin Prakash and Tamit Nasif. Thank you to Naim Lutfi for our intro music. And if you've enjoyed our show, consider rating us. It will help us grow the show and make the future episodes that much better. Have a question for Ash or me? Head over to our Instagram page at SG and ask away. We read every submission and we might just answer yours in a future episode. If you would like to support us personally, you can reach out to Ash for your finance needs and myself for any creative business solutions. We'll see you soon.